You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. And we are live. Nobody's watching. Chris. We're live. (laughs) Chris, New York Giants fans. That was depressing. The New York Giants get humbled to say the least at home against a Detroit Lions team who was three and six entering this game. The Giants lose 31 to eight. ESPN and their ads off right here. And let's all commiserate together because there are a lot of negative takeaways from this game for these New York football Giants. Yeah, th- this was definitely a uh, a Murphy game. Everything that could go wrong for the Giants did go wrong this game. Yeah, their offense, they could not play the style of offense they wanted to. They got absolutely pounded by injuries, lost six players to injury this game. And they gave they gave up four rushing touchdowns. This Giants defense with Leonard Williams right in the middle and Lawrence uh, Dexter Lawrence right in the middle they have been they have been so good at not getting hurt by the run in the red zone and they gave up four rushing touchdowns this was really just an this was a burn the tape type game I, I feel like the Giants would have rather have been out in Orchard Park shoveling the snow I feel like they probably would have done them better because one of the biggest storylines of this game is not that the New York Giants just got embarrassed by the Detroit Lions but these injuries, Chris. And I think that's probably where we should start because the Giants have a short week where they have to travel to Dallas to play on Thanksgiving against the Cowboys. And they lost a Dory Jackson, which we will get into. That pisses me off. Fabian Moreau, Tyree Phillips, Wandale Robinson, John Feliciano, and Jason Pinnock. That is a lot of players who ended up going down with injury. Yes. And it, it, it is, I think, doubly bad that it was the Giants secondary that just got devastated because they were already missing Xavier McKinney because of that hand injury that he suffered over the bye week. So now they are down two starters, one of their basically their primary backup cornerback going against a Dallas Cowboys offense that can throw the ball. Yeah, they are they have a very quick turnaround and now very suspect depth. If these guys miss any kind of time, we already know Adore Jackson will be out three to five weeks with a, what is reported to be a sprained MCL. We don't know that for sure yet there, w- there will be tests you know, coming up, but yeah, down three defensive backs and potentially two starting offensive linemen. Oh, and a guy who has been your best receiver that this is just, man, just a, a complete Murphy game. Murphy's Law, anything that can and will go wrong shall. And in this game too, man, I mean, we can get into that Adoree Jackson situation. Richie James fumbled the football twice a couple games ago against Seattle, and the Giants put Adoree Jackson, who was a great punt returner in college, and he did it at Tennessee as well with the Titans back there. But he's your starting cornerback, and it was a topic of conversation among the Giants media for the last two weeks. 
and the worst type of situation could have happened for Dory Jackson. He takes that late hit after fielding a punt, did not do the fair catch, and now he seems to be out for several weeks, man. But Brian Dable, he is going to hear about this for this entire week because Dory Jackson has been playing Pro Bowl type of football right now. And now with Baby Moreau injured, who are the New York Giants going to align against C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, and that passing attack in freaking four days, Chris? Just a terrible situation. It really is, especially when when the, the Cowboys, they hung one on the Giants at the start of the year. Now they got Dak back. You know, they, the Giants aren't facing Cooper Rush anymore. And... Also, it, I think it's kind of concerning. You know, we we talked about how good the Lions' offensive line is before the game. You know, during the week, the Giants really didn't get a whole lot of pressure on Jared Goff. Yeah, they were able to force his process to speed up a few times, but he threw the ball a lot. And I do not believe the Giants got a sack. They got some hits. They forced him to rush it a little bit, but as far as getting home, they weren't able to do that. And a going up against Dak Prescott and that Cowboys offense at home for them on the road for the Giants man this is this is not the way you wanted to go into what could be a massive game for the Giants Absolutely not. I mean, momentum just absolutely trending downward. The Giants are going to have to work guys out to bring onto their practice squad. They're going to have to elevate guys they might not have suspected we're going to be on the team. Like there's a lot of logistical things that are going to have to happen because of all the injuries the Giants suffered in this game. And the Giants played undisciplined football in this game. They took stupid freaking penalties that broke the back, like the O'Shane's and Menez roughing the passer on Jared Goff that extended the drive. And they just were not efficient whatsoever. I mean, the game really changed when Daniel Jones threw that interception to Aiden Hutchinson. At that point in the game, it was still early. It was in the first half, but it was a six to three game for the New York Giants. Giants were driving the football. And Aiden Hutchinson just sank. And this is something Daniel Jones has had an issue with throughout his career. Daniel Jones doesn't really anticipate that underneath defender when they act like they're going and he confirms, okay, they're coming. And then they sink. And Aiden Hutchinson's like almost six foot seven. So he just jumped up there and made a great play on the football. I felt like Aiden Hutchinson played well, but that interception was after that. And we just saw the Lions drive right down the football field because it was a short field, score a touchdown. And then from that point on, Chris, the Giants were just on ice skates, man. And it seemed like... They couldn't really get anything going offensively, and their defense was just getting gashed. No, they, they really couldn't. I, I got to say, Aiden Hutchinson did make one hell of a play on that interception. Oh, yeah. uh, Jones should have seen him, but, man, uh, Hutchinson looked like uh, he looked like a starting tight end out there extending to catch that ball at the uh, edge of his catch radius. Uh, I did appreciate that just from a, a pure athletic point of view. This really – this looked like a – 2020 or 2021 vintage Giants game where they were just undisciplined, out of sync. They knew what they wanted to do, and the Lions did a fantastic job of stopping them from doing what they want to do. We know who the Giants are on offense right now, or this season, really. They are Saquon Barkley, and then quick passes, play action boot to Daniel Jones. They really don't want Jones looking down the field. They don't want him throwing the ball 45 times. They would much rather have Barkley carry the ball 45 times. And he had what, 15 carries for 22 yards. And he spent most of the second half on the bench. This was, this was a great game by the lions and a terrible game 
by the Giants. I, we can't sugarcoat it. No, it was absolutely horrendous. It was one of the worst games in recent memory because the Giants have sucked so bad, especially at this point of the season in recent memory. But the Giants right now were within striking distance of the division. And I guess they still are because they play Philadelphia two times. But man, this is a tough one to get up from. And I don't know what was going on. In the, and I can't wait to watch the All-22. What was going on in the first half? Why the New York Giants just could not block up front for Saquon Barkley? It wasn't like Saquon Barkley just lost all of his vision and had no feel. There was just guys splitting the double teams consistently and getting right into the lap of Saquon Barkley, man. Like that offensive line played terribly. And I think, you know, Tyree Phillips going out early, forcing Matt Paird in was an issue. I think Shane Lemieux starting the game was an issue. He looked really, really bad from what I could tell on the broadcast angle. And John Feliciano ended up getting dinged up towards the end of the game. He also played pretty poorly. So collectively, man, this offense just did not show up specifically on the offensive line. Yeah, absolutely. I I do wonder if starting Shane Lemieux upset the chemistry of the offensive line, upset the guy's timing, uh, all of those things that go into an offensive line being one unit instead of five guys up there. And credit to Aleem McNeil, that dude had one hell of a game up front. He he had himself a Dexter Lawrence game. He was kind of a monster up there in a way that we just didn't see from him on tape before the game. And maybe part of that was dysfunction in the middle of the Giants' offensive line. They have to figure it out quick. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels. But now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. They have to figure it out quick because it's a quick turnaround, as we brought up. And, I mean, the Giants had some garbage time points at the end of the game. They led two touchdown drives, a nine-play, 67-yard drive, and a six-play, 75-yard drive. Where I felt like Daniel Jones was making some big boy throws. He ended up throwing for over 300 yards for the first time this season. He had 341 yards through the air, 50 yards on the ground. I love the first touchdown the Giants scored when the game was you know, still competitive on that quarterback power pin pull, just pin down the man on the line of scrimmage is what the Dallas Cowboys did to the New York Giants back in week three. And Daniel Jones was the beneficiary of that touchdown. But at the end of the day, man, Jones was just reckless with the football, throwing the pick to Aiden Hutchinson. And then he threw the interception on what was that a third and five or was it a fourth and five? What have you still, you just can't do that overthrew uh, the the overcross route on that play. So overall, Daniel Jones definitely had a regression type of game here, despite his stats being a little bit popping in terms of yardage and, and what he did on the ground with his legs for the first half of the game, at least. Yeah, th- 
Jones did have his season best yards per attempt, and he shattered his high water mark on yards for the game. But he also didn't really have a choice when the Giants' exactly. running game was shut down. You know? And they were in trail mode the entire time. Like the New York Giants yes. went down early, and then after that, it was just, well, what are we going to do? We got to throw the football. And they don't do that. <laughs> they haven't done this really all that often. Even when they were down against Tennessee and Green Bay, they were still able to run the ball effectively. The Detroit Lions, one of the worst run defenses, on the road, they have a short week too. They're playing on Thanksgiving like they always do. Shut down the Giants' rushing attack. It says something. Yeah, they they we talked about the offensive line. We talked about Lee McNeil. They also did a really good job of rallying to the football. The first guy would get there, slow down Saquon Barkley, and to a lesser extent, Matt Breida, uh, Gary Brightwell, and then all of a sudden you would have three more guys there to bring down to minimize the yards after contact and. One of the things we did notice before the game when we were looking at the lines is they are sound tacklers. And when they were able to disrupt running plays in the backfield and rally to the football, the Giants were not able to break loose. Uh, Saquon Barkley, as powerful as he is, he is not stronger than three linebackers or a linebacker and two safeties. Yeah, well, whoever happened to get there, it the the Lions had ultimately, I think, a very good defensive plan for the Giants with that single high coverage. I'd have to check next gen stats to see how often they played with eight men in the box. I'm I'm not sure if the Giants ran enough uh, that we would have those numbers. Might have to wait for the all twenty two to come out, but it looked like they were stacking the box, yeah, playing uh, very aggressively downhill, and. With Wandale Robinson out, with the injuries to the Giants' offensive line, you have to think the Cowboys watched this game and said, okay, we can do that too. And they're going to as well, <laughs> as we yeah. saw, you know, going back to the first matchup. But man, it's just it's unfortunate. In this game, the Giants took eight penalties for 63 yards. And I felt like a lot of those penalties came in big situations when the game was still within reach. A lot of them, you know, and, and you can't play that type of undisciplined football, legal formations ineligible men downfield, even though that one on Mark Lewinsky, I think it's difficult to really blame him. He doesn't know if it's going to be a run no. or a pass on the RPO. Daniel Jones kind of held onto the football for probably a half a second too long on that play, but it's just a lack of continuity and those issues like that, that just kind of plagued the giants here. Got to say, man, just, just a humbling loss for this team, but they need to recollect. They need to refocus. They need to figure out what the hell they're going to do with their roster, Chris, because they got to get on the road and play Dallas, who was playing right now against the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, and that those are, I think, the two big challenges facing the Giants right now, figuring out their roster. How many healthy bodies do they even have right now? And then really trying to staunch the bleeding with this team and the undisciplined play. Cause you know, we saw some breakdowns in their discipline against the Seattle Seahawks. And we saw some of them against the week before that with the Jaguars. And then last week against the Houston Texans. And I think it just all kind of snowballed this game when they couldn't get the running game going and they were forced to try to be a high octane offense. It, they just got way out over their skis. Exactly. And it's, it's unfortunate. And they're, you know, I thought Darius Slayton, even though he had a couple, 
I don't even know if you want to constitute them as drops, but plays that went through his hands or hit his hand, but the ball placement wasn't all that good. But man, he had some plays down the field that were so impressive. The one route that he won on the inside dig, how he won inside off the release and then stacked the cornerback and then exploded back to the inside. That was a beautiful route by Darius Slayton. And you know that Wondell Robinson injury looked pretty serious. We'll have to wait and confirm that. But it looks like Darius Slayton is going to even have to take on a bigger burden right now if Wanda Robinson, who had a huge role in this game, is going to be out for an extended period of time. Yeah, that that I think could be a very significant injury as the especially this week and then depending on what happens as the season goes on I didn't like the looks of that injury I didn't like how basically he survived the initial tackle attempt but he had that one leg down all of his weight on it and then the weight from the I believe it was a linebacker who hit him came down on that leg and then he just kind of bounced and it was awkward as he went out grabbed that same knee and had to be basically carried to the locker room yeah I I suppose I'm optimistic until we get until we get an update. But man, I I didn't I didn't like the looks of that, and you know I'm I'm not sure how I feel about Darius Slayton being uh, wide receiver one. Yeah, I mean Wanda Robinson, 13 targets, caught nine of them for 100 yards. So we went over the century mark. Darius Slayton caught five of his 10 targets for 86 yards in this game. And I mean, that's just the offensive side of the ball. Then you look at the defense. They couldn't stop anything in terms of running. Like the linebackers seem to struggle again. I think we saw Micah McFadden benched for Tay Crowder, who came in and and added a little bit of juice in the second half. It was a lot of those lateral runs from what I could tell off tackle C gap runs and then pin pull type of concepts, something that the giants second level always struggle with. And I think the lack of Healthy bodies on the back end really kind of also took effect in run support down the stretch of the game. But we'll have to wait to watch the All-22s to see exactly what happened there. Yeah, I do start to wonder if maybe the book on the Giants hasn't been written. If there isn't enough tape out there now that opposing teams are starting to get a feel for their tendencies, what they do well, what they don't do well in certain situations. And just one more kind of sneaky thing to pay attention to over the as this week progresses is the injury to Jason Pinnock, you know, a jaw injury, which is something we don't see all that often. And we know how important DBs are and having depth of defensive backs are to this defense. At one point during the game, uh, Darnay Holmes was playing safety out there. And yeah, I assume Landon Collins will get the call against, uh, against Dallas. But if, this lack of DB depth goes on for any significant amount of time. Something to really keep track of. I think we can look at two guys who are on the practice squad right now. Terrell Burgess, who has only been here for a little bit, is somebody who could possibly get called up. He used to be on the Rams, a former day two pick, I believe, out of Utah. And then the kid that they got from San Diego State, an undrafted rookie, I believe he's still on the practice squad, uh, Trenton Thompson, I think his name is. I liked him when the Giants ended up uh, getting him, and he had a good preseason, in my opinion, but we haven't seen him elevated yet. And we've seen the Giants go out and bring in safety after safety, the Landon Collins of the world. You know, they got they got Jason Pinnock after he did not make the Jets roster. So we'll have to wait and see exactly what is going to happen with that. But Chris, do you have anything else on this wildly disappointing and humbling loss by these New York football giants? 
you know, I just want to get a look at the all 22 tape and really kind of do a uh, do an autopsy on this game. <laughs> but we also don't have a whole hell of a lot of time to do it because, hey, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. It is, man. Yeah, autopsy, I think, is the best way to put it because the Giants look like a corpse out there. Anyways, everybody, thank you for tuning in to the Chris and Nick show here on Big Blue View Radio. Please head on over to BigBlueView.com where you can find all of our written content covering this game and the upcoming matchup between the Giants and the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Enjoy your turkey, your gravy, your mashed potatoes, your yams, whatever you have, and take care of each other. Be well. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on home mom? <laughs> no. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.